0: into your life from this. Now with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy Hi there and thanks for tuning into the pauses Podcast. If you would like to see more of my content you can find me on YouTube at The Power City Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Positivity94 and what I'm going to do is put my landing page link in my bio. So if you press this link, you'll get access to all of my content in one place. So if you also have any questions, want to provide any feedback for the podcast, please email me at the positivity podcast at gmail.com. Now, let's get into this episode and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to Positive Podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Sophie Fargo. Sophie is a therapist that helps people to reconnect with their soul and work on their energy and to achieve goals in their life. In this podcast we talk about mindset, how Sophie got into being a therapist, energy, spirituality and much more. Now, sit back, relax and enjoy this episode. Tuning in trying to Find out how to win, go along and tell a friend, Marathon, you know the game, keep on running, never end, getting better, make a mend Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam
1: got it Positivity, Possibility, 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 Positivity, Possibility, Possibility, Positivity, 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 doing today it's great to have you on the podcast
2: I'm fine thank you for having me
1: no you're welcome it's uh it's great to connect with you and um yeah I just kind of thought I'd introduce you because because you're into like uh you know like uh personal development and you you help people um as you're a therapist as well and you kind of you know help people with their energy and spirituality how how did you kind of get into this and talk a bit more about what you do
2: it started long long ago uh, I think even as a child, I even, always knew I was kind of a bit different, and I was interested in astrology, spirituality, things like that. Even though no one in my family was into that, and um, I started meeting people, you know, when I was quite young, and I went into it. First, I went into therapy in my at nineteen, and um, and then I started studying that in my late twenties, and you know, never stopped.
1: <laughs> yeah and I think I think in that field there's there's um it's, it's very rewarding you know you're helping people
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: work work through things and connect with themselves and to grow isn't it do you, do you find it's pretty rewarding helping people
2: I do I nothing brings me more joy actually I love seeing people you know getting uh, more who they are I'm gonna say mm-hmm. it's not it's not a good way to and well, it's not a very pretty way to put it but you know, when somebody really becomes their authentic self and yeah. they stop pretending and they start building, you know, the life they really want, they start, you know, just shining their own light. I really love that. And mm. um, it's true that I use different medium for that. I will use energy healing, uh, neurosciences, life coaching, um, guidance, a bunch of stuff, whatever, you know, sounds appropriate for me in the moment i have to stay very free with what i'm doing so there's a structure but within myself i will allow myself to say you know that's just what i'm getting through my intuition or or it might be through a very scientific protocol whatever comes to me i will try it if the person's open to it and then you know the magic happens usually
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) i suppose with that as well you kind of go kind of with the flow you kind of um Mm -hmm. have to find out what works for each person if that makes sense because each person is going to have a different say uh thing going on if that makes sense Mm
2: -hmm. there's that every everybody's different so they will choose you know in what whatever i'm proposing they will choose this or that and usually of course i stick with what they've chosen but um i'm constantly creating new things because otherwise after a while i get bored and i think it's important when Well, you know that too, you're an entrepreneur, right? We have to to create our own things and renew ourselves. Otherwise, after a couple of years, for example, at some point in my life, I thought, wow, I've been doing the same things, you know, energy healing, even if everybody's different, it was the same, you know, going through the same motions. And I thought, hmm, I have to start doing something else. And that's when I started giving seminars, workshops, creating meditation, because, I constantly have to do different things to keep my mind stimulated.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm de- I think that's something that I'm, I can definitely relate to. And, you know, I'll get different ideas, different things. And you kind of have to have those kind of different outlets and channels. isn't it? I think it's just like, you know, your energy when you're, when you're in that space. And, you know, when you're that kind of person, you, I think we can kind of find it difficult to do that one just normal thing. You know, there's different outlets to do and that's okay. Um, and I think it's, you know, like the impact that you, you know, you're having on people is really positive. And I think like how, so, so when you meet clients, like how do you kind of, um, go about working with them? If that makes sense, do you have a consultation, you kind of see what they need work on that kind of thing.
2: Um, usually, you know, they will call me on the phone or contact me by email or through my um, website. And then, you know, a lot of people will ask, what do you think is good for me right now? And so we chat a little bit and and usually it's pretty easy for me to see if uh, what they need to work on is something specific. And then I'll go with neuroscience or if they're extremely tired and need to be more, you know, grounded, go back into their body and then we'll do energy healing first and see what we can do after that um or there's something i created and somebody asked me for it yesterday and uh it's um really really spiritual it's something kind of a visualization where you go and you meet you know your ancestors your guides things like that. some people w- will want that and it also helps you solve things in the matter so i have you know a different i guess it's a vast array <laughs> but yeah
1: that's great that's great it is it's really nice you have that you know that variety and that that kind of spectrum of different areas to work in, you know, because you're going to get people, you know, from different, you know, suffering with different um, kind of issues, you know, so you can kind of work with them on a different uh, scale or say, you know, perhaps this may may work for you. Um, and have you have you like noticed a difference during like the pandemic and that kind of thing, like um, you know, an increase um... in.
2: I guess especially last year I realized that a lot of people were having kind of a breakdown Mm. and in a way it's very positive because to me it showed that they were waking up to the fact that their lives weren't all you know they thought they were like Mm. okay I used to go to work every day and do that thing and they had that routine which Mm. kept them busy and kept them not questioning what was going on. And suddenly it stopped and they had to question things after a while. You know, first week, second week, you're like, oh, okay, that's kind of a vacation. I'm home, but I can, you know, tidy things up, uh, whatever, uh, reorganize everything. But then after two weeks, it it gets long and you start questioning things. And um, I think it's good because our, our word means that. And now, now that it's dragged on so much, I think people are really going back to their own intuition because so many, I mean, they have so much information coming from so many people, so many uh, different opinions. You have to go back to yourself
0: and go mm. back to the
2: present moment and really ask yourself, you know, do I want to get a vaccine? Do I don't? Do I believe what I see in the news Do I... or maybe I yeah. don't? Or you really have to go back to yourself. And that's interesting because then it goes back to personal responsibility and you know being aligned so mm. i think for all the awful situations that we see out there there's also that to consider
1: yeah there's there is definitely that still aligning i think to the situation and it's definitely given, given people that space and time to really tune into themselves i find um you know and to really think about things so i've i've spoken to people who've you know really kind of created something in this time uh you know change the way they see things as you said when you're busy just just working it's like a distraction almost just by being busy and then you're questioning certain things or you seeing like the kind of you know that silver lining to it
2: and um it's given a lot of time to people to you know watch podcasts like yours or go on um quests webinars seminars stuff where things about, you know, inner life, and um, what they really want to do. The other thing is that when everything is crumbling, when you lose everything, then you start thinking, why am I not doing what I really love? You know, why am Mm -hmm. I wasting my time in a nine to five job that I don't even like? Because Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense anymore. And uh, Mm -hmm. that's the other thing that I think is positive is that, you know, they look at your podcast or other things like that. And they're thinking, hmm, all those people are doing things they love. And they're, Positive, and they're saying things that make me
1: think, and that that's interesting too to have that kind of time. Yeah, no, really, I appreciate mentioning the podcast. I think that's that's one of the things that I think I've learned doing this is that you connect with other people doing different things, and you know they've been through first, so they've been through certain things in their lives, and they've been able to create something or to do something. And you think there's it gives you that perspective, doesn't it? When you hear people's experiences and you see what they're doing because i think like you know society teaches you that this is how it is you know this is kind of what you're meant to do and what you're meant to be and i think you know there's nothing wrong with doing like certain jobs that's that's fine but i think you know if you're not happy in that job there, there is a way out you know and i think that's like what you mentioned people are yeah. kind of i think waking up to that
2: absolutely i think it's a lot to do with being inspired and yeah. in order to be inspired, you have to see what other people are doing and people maybe that, you know, it, it's helped me connect with people from all over the world, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's helped me do things I never thought I would do um, mm-hmm. because suddenly I had to be creative in another way. And that's interesting. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, uh, that's the huge life lesson, whether, whether we're spiritual or not, we're, you know, whatever... Uh, space we're coming from I think this pandemic is really teaching us to be creative
0: Mm,
1: yeah no definitely and I've definitely seen that with you know what people have been creating you know like courses and um you know content and it's definitely good people that I think that time to kind of introspect you know and to really think about it um do you have any like favorite books at all
0: that you like to read or
1: anything like that (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah you you told me you would ask me that so I have yeah. my books <laughs>
1: okay,
2: I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very avid reader I've read my whole life a lot but I selected a couple books that I thought you know might interest uh, the people who uh, watch your podcast and that I've really really enjoyed and one is yeah. the, subtle, the subtle art of not giving a fuck
1: <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you read it it's really, really, really good. I remember, you know, I was reading it in a train and I was laughing out loud. People would look at me and I didn't, I didn't care. It's <laughs> a really, really good book. It really teaches you to be more humble, not take yourself so seriously and have mm. a you know, much better perspective on life. And uh, so I would definitely recommend this one. Um, if you're a therapist or just, you know, looking to create better relationship, there's that therapist I love, Ariette Lerner. And she's written a bunch of books called Dance of Connection, Dance of Fear, Dance of uh, Intimacy. And she's, I, I realized when I was selecting my book, I'm all about people who are no nonsense and uh, really give you, you know, concrete advice that you can apply to your life. Mm. And there's this book that I'm reading right now, The Honeymoon Effect by Bruce Lipton. So Bruce Lipton is a scientist. And uh, so he's, he's better known for, you know, all his work on quantum physics and everything. That the honeymoon effect is extremely interesting if you want to create a good relationship and um yeah. it's um uh, it's super nice too. He's a very uh extremely bright, simple guy, and he explains things in a very good way so those yeah. are my books right now
1: <laughs> no they're really great books, they're all like really great books and I've seen the first one before I've not seen the second one. I'll to check it out and um i I've Bruce Lipton I saw a video he did where he's talking about uh uh, life, and he's a really mm. like wise guy. And he's very wise. Mm. He's um he talks about childhood and the belief system, and um I don't know if you've seen the video. What it always it talks about? He talks about um growing up and like seeing your parents and how they're doing things with money and how people kind of you know adapt to you know become kind of you know partly their environment. So yeah, he's he's a really um great, great guide to choose to, to read his book as well.
2: It's very interesting because it's all about, you know, uh, at first, I think the first thing he studies more uh, the biology field, but it also branched out <laughs> to physics, quantum physics and spirituality. And so it's that really enlightened scientist, which to me is the best, you know, it's when you get those people who actually accept that science has to meet spirituality in order for us to grow. And mm. those people are so fascinating. And um, to me, they're really, you know, mentors. And we should listen mm. to them because it, they show us a way. They have that, you know, scientific mind where they want to test things and prove them. But also they stay open to the unknown. And that's when it gets really interesting.
1: Yeah. I think I mean, that's a really good point because like, a lot of scientists are like, you know, no, it's, it's this. Whereas, mm. I mean, even like in the medical field, I've seen documentaries of people... Um, of like you know, looked at like death and like you know was after that, and I mean there was a documentary on Netflix about it where I don't know if you saw it, and it was people who people who passed away but came back, and they had this experience, you know, in this when there was in that void in between, and then the medical staff start questioning and you know questioning their own work because they only know mm. X Y Z amount, but, but no, it's it's important, isn't it? You know, like to have people like that and to to listen to you know good content that's being put out by these people
2: absolutely absolutely
1: and um do you like have any like mentors or role models like now or growing up at all
2: well um i do like bruce lipton i'm getting to know him better through that book yeah. um dr joe dispenza definitely is also one of those you know people who's um is a scientist but also totally open to the unknown, to the spiritual side of life. He uh, healed himself from um, an extremely uh, important injury when he was in his twenties. And he decided that if he was capable of doing that, he would spend his life teaching about the possibilities of the, you know, of self-healing possibilities. And that's what he did. So he's giving those huge seminars all over the world um, week-long workshops where he does that and uh, he's amazing too he mm. gives really good meditation it's really really interesting if you're into you know manifesting and um, creating your life being you know responsible for your life Dr. Jodi Spencer is really really interesting um, there's Mother Amma she's an Indian woman who goes all over the world as well and she takes people in her arms and she gives uh, spiritual teachings. And she has many, you know, foundation um, where she'll give money for education um, and the environment, women, and etc. So she's more, uh, this, this is very spiritual. When you go see her, you feel that energy really of love, like so strongly. It's a very, very interesting experience to have as well. Uh, who else? do i have as a mentor um hmm. oh there's brownie brown i love Brenny brown she's that american uh, sociologist i don't know if you've seen her she's all about you know vulnerability and she wrote great books and um i admire her a lot as well
1: yeah no that's awesome and I, I think you know it's important to have role models you know to like you know look up to people and to you know see their experiences in their lives and what they're doing and I think I've heard of Brandy Brown. I've Not seen her on the internet. But I'll, I'll have to check it out. And
2: oh, you love it, it
1: mm-hmm. yeah. No, I definitely check it out. And I think, like, I think, like, in life, isn't it? You know, like energy and you know, people being able to push through things. It just shows you, like, you know, the the um, the the, you know, the magic ability that people have. If that makes sense. You must see that in people. Um, that. F- People have the ability to change and to create things you know if they want to change
2: yeah resilience yeah that, that that's definitely what it is uh you know they're resilient they're showing you that you're not a prisoner of your destiny that you don't have to um just repeat what your ancestors did again again and again but you can really I think, and I think it's just why, well, this is my vision, you know, that we have several lives and that every time we come back, it's to improve. And so there's no point in repeating the same things over and over again. Of course we tend to do it, but to change the outcome.
1: Yeah. That's, that's something I believe in as well. And I think, um, you know, like we, we can change the outcome if we want to, isn't it? And, you know, it's, I think people become sometimes creatures of habit uh but it's like noticing and really thinking about you know what it is that you know what is it that you want from your life and what is it that you want to do and that's quite impactful isn't it you know it's kind of priceless you know if you're able to help other people in the process yeah yeah, yeah. I,
2: and i guess it's the same thing for you i mean when When you see that you can help somebody become more aware of who they are Mm. what has been going on in their life make more sense of it too and suddenly you know get to that point where they decide by themselves because of course it's a personal decision i'm going to do it differently you know i'm going to leave that maybe marriage when i'm not where i'm not happy or i'm going to fight for it because actually um it's worth it whatever the decision if it's the right one for them and it's going to, you know, make them grow fantastic.
1: Mm. That's it. And I think, like, it's, it's that ripple effect, isn't it? You know, you help somebody, you know, they, they have a better life. They may go on to do something or to help someone else. It's, it's those kind of little ripples that happen afterwards. And I, I find that with sometimes when I connect people through podcasting, I'll, I'll kind of recommend people sometimes to someone else. And they go off and do something. And create, you know, a, a podcast or a live show or you know something like that. It's it's nice because it's you know connecting those dots if that makes sense, and then
2: yeah.
1: that then goes on to help people and and connect and it's it, it's pretty pretty transformational. Um, so there's definitely a silver lining to the situation that we're in, and sometimes people are saying, "Oh, you know, we're going go, going to go back to the normal," and it's like, well, you know, you kind of that's kind of probably like creatures of habit kind of Again, people like to be doing you know the the, yeah. the same thing but it, it's kind of how you respond to it isn't it i think the situation um you know people ultimately have a choice
2: absolutely yeah yeah i i feel that way too that you know people need to realize that they have a choice uh, whatever the situation they're in and um that right now what's important i think that that connection you talk about is really really important to realize we're all connected and that the more people you know become aware and decide to create something different the Mm. faster you know we're going to get there and the better
1: yeah yeah definitely and um I was just thinking as well like have you did you always kind of think and know that you would go into this field did you Um, kind of like in the past did you very no early.
2: yeah but uh, when I was in my early 20s I decided to you know to um, I wanted to be a psychotherapist so I was already into that yeah. I be, before that when I was a child I wanted to be a writer but I do write as well uh I have a book in the making we'll see you know nice. but I write yeah as well
1: yeah that's good and I think like you know you you have to ultimately kind of I think kind of follow what you want to do don't you you know like sometimes people go on a path you know and they they try try things out and i think sometimes you know you need to do that uh to kind of find out what it is if that makes sense so like uh what what would you say to people trying to figure that out or trying to find you know what they're kind of calling is or some you know
2: i think you have to follow your joy Mm -hmm. whatever makes you really happy um And, you know, a lot of people, what they don't realize is that we have many potential, but there is one that's going to resonate much more. For example, one way I'm I'm putting it sometimes is that we have a major potential and that really resonates. Some people will call it your life mission. And we have minor potentials. Like, for example, I used to be a teacher as well. So I was a therapist, but I was also working in a school, in a preschool. And uh, why not? You know, it was something I enjoyed. But at some point they told me, wow, why don't you get a degree? We could really uh, have you full time, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, no. You know, I think for me, it was a minor potential. I enjoyed it for a couple of years, but that was it. It wasn't something that was bringing me so much joy that I wanted to do it full time. Mm-hmm. So you really have to be clear on that. It's okay to have different potentials. I think all of us have them and it's good because like you said, we're gonna have different experiences and all this experience will nourish us. Working with children has taught me so much but we have to be very clear about the fact, is it something I wanna do every day for a long period of time? Or is it mm. something I wanna do for you know, a little while, maybe a couple of years, but just part-time or, and be clear on what really brings us joy.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, I think that's really important and I think it's you, you've put that really well and I think I had a similar conversation with someone uh, the other day and he was talking about success and uh, fulfillment and he said, you know, he learned that it's about, you know, being fulfilled and I mean, success is different for each person but it's like, you know, like you said, following that joy and that fulfillment of what drives you, isn't it? Because yeah. you could put, you know, a big price tag or, you know, salary on something, but it's not going to be the main driving force, you know, of happiness. People sometimes think it is, you know, and like, this is the thing, you know, it's, it's the the thing with money, isn't it? You know, everyone's got different motivations, but I think if you're not ultimately fulfilled or, or enjoying what you're doing, that, that money, you know, it, it, you're going to get stressed, burnt out, and all the rest of it if you're not really enjoying it
2: absolutely i think if you're doing what fulfills you money's going to come your way abundance going to come your way yeah. whereas if you're forcing yourself thinking okay then i'm going to get more money and i'll be happier it never works you end up spending your money on a lot of things that brings you that bring you very um temporary happiness mm. but because you're frustrated like, for example, you know, we see so many people, and I remember in the short time that I used to work in a company, you get out of work, you're tired, you're frustrated, and there's a store. And you go into the store because, you know, you want to buy a cl- you know, a piece of clothes because you're thinking, oh, God, I had such a hard day. I should reward myself. Get some lipstick, get a piece of clothes. And then you're happy for, what, an hour because you got your new sweater, and that's it. Or, mm. and if you're making it a, a ton of money, maybe you'll go and buy a car. Oh, okay. You'll be happy for a couple of weeks because you're driving your car everywhere. And then what? Doesn't make you really feel good. Um, so I think abundance comes in many ways. Ha- money is important, of course, but abundance is not just money. It's really how you feel every day.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, that's, that's an excellent point. And I, I see that quite a lot. And yeah, uh, I think some. I, I spoke to some. You know, quite a few people have been in that place, and you know, I think i I think we've all kind of been there, um, at one stage, and I think it's really kind of like you said, that abundance, and really, you know, like, I think it's okay to treat yourself, you know, every once in a while, but if you're caught in that loop where you're going back and then buying something and then, you know, it, it temporarily wears off, um, and some people just con- consistently on that need to buy, to buy, to buy, to do, you know, to do. And, um, you know, those shifts definitely need to take place, you know, if you want to change, isn't it? And to be happy and fulfilled and, you know, find what that is. And um, do you you think there's, like, a lot of pressure on people? Um, You know, have you worked with people who kind of, you know, felt under pressure, uh, you know, or burnt out on their job kind of thing?
2: i think so um i was watching one of your podcasts recently where you were or it wasn't a podcast you were just you know uh, sharing uh, a little yeah. video talk yeah where you were saying and uh, that people will identify with their job with their uh, title and and mm. then they'll cling to it because it becomes part of their identity or they believe it to be and i so agree with that and it's a huge huge problem it's a trap really because you think I'm a lawyer, yeah. You know, so I mean, you know, that's, that's something you, you have to be the lawyer, and then it makes everybody proud around you. What if you don't want to be a lawyer? What if mm-hmm. it, you know, it's not really who you are. And um, I mean, it can be about any job, actually. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, they're brainwashed into thinking, And even today, you know, into thinking you should be an engineer, a lawyer, a doctor, a top manager, uh, and, you know, make X amount of money every month. And then you'll get, you know, you'll get the car, you'll get the girl, you'll get the boy, you'll get whatever. Mm -hmm. um, And and everything's going to be fine. So the problem is we don't teach children that you have to know who you are, who you want to be before you know what you want to do. And if we did that, they would have a better sense of identity and they wouldn't latch on to titles that mm. way.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, yeah, I think it's so true what you mentioned. And I think it's, it's an important point, isn't it, you know, to focus on. And I think, I mean, I, I um, did a podcast with my old teacher the other day um, from school. And, you know, he's a teacher and even he made a point and said, this pressure on kids to find out, you know, what they want to be. So, you know, you know, it's from a teacher, you know, do 15, 16 year olds actually know who they want to be. Um, so it's, it's, uh, I think like you said, a lot of people under pressure to work in a certain job or get a certain title and then people are proud of them. And that's, you know, it's, it's great when people are proud of you, but then if, if you're not actually happy, then you don't want to disappoint people and all the rest of it. Um, I think, especially in certain cultures as well, there's a lot of you know a lot of pressure on certain pe- uh, people to get into certain jobs or titles. Um, you know, people sometimes might be banished from. Fa- you know, people people can sometimes experience that. But you've you've got to trust you know yourself, haven't you, and what what you actually want to do? Um, yeah, there needs there needs to be more kind of focus around that, doesn't it? Really, to stop it from happening.
2: It's important. Yeah. And people still have those prejudices, you know, around jobs, around certain domains. Like, for example, my two kids are artists, and people will tell me, oh, how are they going to make a living? <laughs> yeah. awesome. Whereas I'm thinking, that's great. You know, they found their calling, they love what they're doing. You know, it, well, they're still studying. And every night when I see my yeah. daughter, working like crazy on an art project and she's enjoying herself so much and i tell her my god you know you're a beautiful artist and i love Mm, that i love seeing mm, you doing what mm. you love and that's what matters in the end um you know she in another family maybe she would have been forced to, to because they were they still you know they both were good at school they could have done something else if they wanted to uh but what's the point yeah you know what's the point of you know oh you're good at math maybe you should do that you know in France we're all about math oh, like mm. you know if you're good at math you're you're bright and you can do everything you want this in itself is already you know really flowed but yeah. so they were both good at math so we we could have pushed them you know into saying oh you could be an engineer you could be a vet you could be whatever but no they should follow their dreams. That's where they're mm. going to be good. That's where they're going to thrive and be and contribute to the world. You know, that's the other way that to look at it, that we never teach kids to look at that uh, this way, but you came here to contribute to the world and mm. you can only contribute to the world by doing what you love. If you force yourself to be an accountant just because it's reasonable, you're not contributing to the world. You're helping a couple people, you know, um, i think up the numbers and stuff but a bunch of other people who enjoy doing that could be doing it mm. whereas yeah. it, and i had you know somebody come to see me who was like that it was an accountant mm. and he was making good money and he was miserable because his life passion and endeavor was you know theater yeah and, wow
1: yeah it's 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 crazy isn't it? when you have people in those positions that you know, kind of stuck, aren't they? And I think once you, you know, attach a mortgage and kids in a house and everything else like that, it, it, people sometimes like you know, can't. You, you can get out. You know, you throw I've spoken to people who've done it. There are ways out. But you can see how people get so caught up in that web. um But I think it's nice that you you support your kids in that way and you believe in them and what they do and you support them in what they're doing. I think that's what it's all about. You know, is being a good parent is is helping people supporting them in what they're doing and not putting your needs of what you want them to be doing you know um, i think sometimes people get caught in that but sometimes that, that may be how their parents were with them then they do the same and but i think it's really great you support them in that. i mean being in art as well i mean you can do really well it's not just about the money but you know if they enjoy it you you can still you know you enjoy and you can still do well in, in painting i mean mm-hmm. you look at how, how much painting sell for so i mean as well but but besides the point of that just them enjoying it and loving it as well is is what matters and as you said that if you love it then that's good that money's going to come anyway
2: it is it is for sure and um the other thing i think what helps me do that as well is that i love what i do and yeah. it's been a you know kind of a. Uh, original. When I started doing energy healing in France 15 years ago, people were looking at me like I was crazy, you know? And uh, so I know what it's like to to, to be mm. in a field that nobody understands or uh, trusts. And uh, it worked for me. So why not? You know, yeah. uh, there's that. And that helps when you're doing what you love, you stop projecting so much on your kids. A lot of people project mm. because they're frustrated in their own job they're doing something they don't like so they think oh my kids should do some something that i would have loved to do well it's not that clear in their head but subconsciously yeah. that's what they're doing my mm. child will have the life i never had but yeah. maybe the child wants something totally different
1: mm. yeah that's a really great point that's a really great point and it, it's just so important you know for them to listen to themselves and you know to provide that goodness for them to do that and I think you know when you start out and you're doing something that's different as you mentioned you know you're going to get people who may think you know what, what they're doing or you know um are they crazy or whatever or, um I've, I've had people say you know with, with my podcast and what I'm doing you know what's going to come of it or what what's um what is it leading to and it's like some people just don't understand and that's okay you know and it can, it can be a generational thing. It can be, you know, people who just don't just, you know, they just, they got their own way of thinking. And I think, but you've got to listen to yourself, haven't you, ultimately, and just carry on with.
2: Yeah. Besides, only you can know what your vision is. Mm. So, you know, the other day I heard that and I thought it was so true. Happiness is really comprised of two things it's really enjoying where you are right now, but also feeding your vision. And so, if your vision is that you know someday you're gonna have your own show and you know because it's something you really really enjoy doing and it's gonna Mm. be big and it's gonna you know bring you abundance and stuff why not maybe it's your vision or maybe it's not and it's something else but and so whatever your vision those podcasts if they're making you happy right now they're leading you there
1: yeah yeah that's it it's it's so important, isn't it? You know, when you think about, about like that, and you know, just keep on kind of like nurturing it, whatever it is. And I think that's why I say to people: you know, just keep building on things. You know, just keep on building on it and just moving forward, isn't it? And um, yeah, no, I, I just just thinking as well. Like where where can people find you on like social media and like your website and that kind of thing?
2: No, oh, uh, I'm on Instagram and I have a website with uh, my name. one well, guess for will be able to uh, type it underneath yeah. um yeah. Uh, but mostly I'm, I'm also on facebook but i must say I enjoy instagram the most i yeah. find there's a better you know um it's because at first i started doing a photography a lot that's one of my passions so i enjoy mm. instagram for that a lot yeah and also i find um there's more interaction with people on instagram yeah. than on facebook yeah so.
1: that's awesome and I I think as well like with Instagram like it's very good for networking isn't it there's a lot of genuine people that you can meet on there and people generally want to help as well
2: Mm -hmm. that's true that's true I found that too there's a lot of kindness and humor and um, you know right now I've launched a program and um, seven women joined which is really super happy I'm having a lot of fun with them and two of them at least maybe three came through instagram
0: so yeah, this
2: yeah. is huge when you come to think of it
0: yeah it's
1: amazing and i think that's how we connected as well wasn't it we connect for instagram as well yeah. and it's pretty amazing what people you know who you can meet through you know social media and instagram and you mentioned like your program are people able to sign up to that Like, where can people find you know your your program and, and what you're doing
2: well i advertise a lot through my instagram uh right now i have my instagram in french and the one in english so right now the program is only in french but i'm going to do it in english in the months to come too so yeah yeah i'll advertise for it yeah on instagram and on my website i guess i'll talk about it i also have a facebook in french and one in english so it's usually you know advertised on social media
1: yeah no that's awesome but no, it's, it's, been, it's been great talking to you, Sophie. And, um, yes. you know, I really, really appreciate you coming on and really grateful we was able to do this. And, you know, I wish you all the best in what you're doing. And, thank
2: you, you too. Uh, I'm going to, you know, keep looking at this podcast and see where it takes you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so have, have faith.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. I really appreciate it. It really, really means a lot. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can always, like, promote your content and what you're doing as well. If you ever need me to put anything out there, I'm happy to okay thanks No, ah, you're welcome Hi, right. hi sophie again it's um just doing these bonus questions for the patreon and yeah. the first one is uh what is what would you say your spirit animal is
2: hmm, i would say it's the panther the mm. black panther <laughs>
1: yeah yeah no that's awesome i think i think animals are pretty spiritual aren't they and i think panthers are pretty um spiritual as well like um
2: it's powerful (laughs) yeah yeah powerful and spiritual and it's got both feminine and masculine energy so it inspires me a lot yeah
1: yeah that's a great choice it's a really great (laughs) choice and um an accomplishment that you're proud of
2: uh i think it's traveling on my own i've traveled quite a bit on my own in the past few years when when we could (laughs) and um it's taught me a lot about myself about you know my possibilities my capacities to uh, uh, stay positive even when I was not seeing anyone for days on and uh, it mm. was interesting
1: yeah no I think I thinks you know really powerful traveling and you know especially by yourself you know you learn a lot about yourself you spend time with yourself and you know you push out your comfort zone into different scenarios as well that's, that's a really great point and um, What's a big failure or mistake you've made and how to kind of deal with failures or mistakes?
2: Um, I've had one uh, professional, well, professional in a way. I wrote a book in my 20s and it was never published. And I guess for a while, it really prevented me from writing again, which is sad. Uh, And it taught me that, you know, recently I realized I have to see failure as actually... um, It's there, you know, it's just a step. It's just uh, something that's here to teach you to do things a little bit differently, but not to stop doing them. Mm. You can really learn from them. And personally, I guess it would be more in relationship where it's teaching me a lot about myself. And now that's the way I look at relationship. I think Mm. whenever something doesn't go the way I would want it to, um, I ask myself, what could I have done different or um, how to better myself? You know, mm. and it's—I uh, see that it as a great exercise.
1: Yeah, no, it's really important, isn't it? And I think it's—it's it's like a lesson there, isn't it? But it's not something that should stop you from, you know, doing something
2: and believing it. You know, believing that you can do better or have success afterwards. Actually, if we didn't have, you know, I was thinking about it this morning, and especially about relationship is a big uh, subject for me and one I teach a lot um, about. Mm. A lot of people around me right now and especially women are telling me, you know, I just want to stay single and the next guy has got to be the right one. And I used to be like that too. And then I realized that every relationship teaches you something. Thinking that way is like saying, saying, I'm not going to run again ever, but then the next course, you know, the next uh, running event I'm going to, it's a marathon. That's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's just crazy. I'm not saying you should have relationship after relationship after relationship. There's, you know, it can be good to be celibate for a while and think about yourself and go deep within. But just shutting, you know, people out saying, uh uh, the next one has to be the right one is not the answer either. There's a middle ground to find there and realize that every relationship, it's not a disaster if it ends Mm -hmm. and it'll teach you something really important about yourself.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's I think that's an excellent point there. And I think, you know, relationships do teach you something about yourself. And there's always a silver lining or lesson, you know, from each relationship. Um, you know, to really kind of try not to make the same mistakes, you know, by going, you know, going to the same kind of relationships relationships. But I think sometimes you need that time to yourself to kind of really reflect and really think about what it is that you do want, but you know, you can't say I want this next person to be da 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 because there might not be, you know, and
2: yeah, and that's okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. so no, it's, no, I feel it's, it's such a great point because I think, you know, we're all kind of, some people on that path are trying to, you know, trying still trying to figure it out, so I mean, it's, there's no kind of um, age bracket on it, is there really? I mean, people all on their own path. No, that's a really great, that's a really great answer. I really appreciate mm-hmm. that. And um, what are you afraid of or any fear, you know, fearful of anything?
2: Oh, yeah, driving. <laughs> I don't drive. Oh,
1: really? Oh, really?
2: Yeah, yeah. And uh, every time I tried, it hasn't been a great success. So who knows? You know, I've been working on it a lot through different means. So who knows? Maybe someday I will. So I'm yeah. not, you know, taking it off my plate. I'm thinking, you know, might, yeah. someday I might enjoy that but it's been you know the scariest experience for me
1: so yeah I think I think that was I think driving is one of the hardest things that I overcame
2: really uh,
1: I yeah <laughs> yeah 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 it was it was one of the, the most difficult things I ever experienced um practically if that makes sense like like t- to do something well also it's that like mentally and practically to be honest because you, you're thinking and doing um mm. But but yeah, it driving driving for me was one of the hardest things I ever did, um, and I can see why you know that that would be a fear and because I you know I, I was fearful when I was doing it. It took me it took me three times to do it when I did it. But okay. um, I mean, you you're in France, so I mean the traffic in France is pretty crazy. So I mean, I,
2: there's that for,
1: Yeah. For for me, if I was to go to France and drive there, I'd be scared as well. So it's fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, a lot of people tell me that.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um but no, definitely. You know, one day, you you know, just you never know. If, you, you know, I'm sure you'd be able to do it if you if you really wanted to. And
2: sure. but yeah, yeah well, I'll find. You know, and I've I've you know I've found my peace. I thought you know whether I do it or not, there are all always solutions, and that's what yeah. matters. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a. That's a. Yeah. that's great. No, I really appreciate you. Um, answer those questions and um
2: with yeah no
1: you're welcome but um but not have a great day and I, you know we yes, sure all right take care